0: Hello and welcome to the Anishinaabe History Podcast. I'm Chris Wheat. In our traditional Anishinaabe way of life, women were considered powerful and life was considered sacred. Women were considered connected to the moon and to water. Water is life and women can create life. But this worldview of gender assignments didn't mean that women were an underclass. In fact, the opposite is true. Consider the clan mothers of the Six Nations Confederacy. They are the final decision makers. But nowadays, women are not treated with respect by many, most, if not all, men. I include myself. I'm an idiot chauvinist. Does considering women as sacred beings equate to men treating women respectfully and appropriately? Is it possible for all people to consider all life as sacred? Humans argue and fight over anything and everything. What one considers sacred, another might think is profane. Life itself is special, is it not? Who am I to say my life is worth more or less than another life? I am just a man on a planet, cruising through the cosmos. So what makes life special? All of us are cells full of energy, E equals MC squared. We grow from nothingness into a single-celled, then multi-celled organism, a system of organs. A thinking and feeling human being. We as humans can control our own actions and our thoughts, for the most part. When a human is unable to control his or her actions or thoughts, our smartest specialists call the lack of control a disorder. A lot of disorders are treated with pharmaceuticals. Is it a disorder to not consider life as something special, if not sacred? Why are women treated so poorly? Is there a middle ground somewhere between the archetypes of sacred mother and worthless whore? Why is it so difficult for us humans to consider each other as equals? The need to save face or to not back down is necessary for the image of toughness in some people. It is also a means of showing in-group solidarity, without which an individual might otherwise feel alienated, isolated, and alone. We all try to cope with our personal struggles, some end up using booze to cope with anger, loneliness, depression, or undiagnosed psychological disorders. But alcohol doesn't help to cope with those things, it makes things worse. Water is better than alcohol, but water is not considered sacred nor even important to many people anymore. In fact, water is no longer considered life, but a garbage dump. And some people treat women that way too. The rivers are where bodies of women and girls have been found. Some of the women found have been labelled as murders and some have been labelled as accidents. Some have disappeared without answers. Why are the statistics so high for this demographic? Fundamentally, there is a general lack of self-worth, Samaritanism, and morality. The way we humans treat each other is a learning process that begins in childhood. Parents must take care of their children. If you have children, then they must be your primary concern and focus. To do anything less is to fail your child. And that failure, that lack of unconditional positive regard, will hang around that kid like a shadow. Boredom and loneliness are not synonymous. If you're bored, then find something to do. Invent something. But if you're lonely, then what? Then you have to find someone who cares for you and your well-being. But are such people easy to find? Parents are the first teachers of children. If a parent abandons a baby, then that is the first lesson. Parents are also the longest continuous teachers of children. We call this role modeling. What roles do people play in your life? Whatever relationship to you they have, ultimately they, as well as you, are human. But do you value life? Boredom, loneliness, sadness, depression, isolation, desperation, Hopelessness and disconnection. Is there any word that describes all these feelings? Yes. And the word is Indian. Being called an Indian is different than being an Indian. But remember, Anishinaabe people are not Indians. Indians are from India. Anishinaabe people are from Turtle Island. Nevertheless, violence shouldn't be an option. Hands are for helping and for building, not for hurting. Why is there so much violence and self-destruction amongst Anishinaabe people? What can be done at the grassroots level to stop the violence? How can we stop self-destruction? We have to value life, our own and each other's. You don't even need to be religious or even spiritual about it. Just stop being an asshole. It's a difficult pill to swallow, but I know, because I've taken my medicine. There comes a point in life when you have to stop feeling sorry for yourself, then the next step is to not be prideful at your accomplishment of overcoming your personal obstacle. Balancing pride and power is a way to develop self-worth, but you have to have self-discipline. Discipline Discipline does not mean punishment. Discipline is related to order. In the absence of order, without discipline there is chaos, in other words, Having your mind in order means you can have self-discipline. An orderly, disciplined mind is powerful. There is a saying from Buddhism that states, holding on to anger is like holding on to embers and expecting someone else to get burned. In other words, letting your anger get the best of you is a waste of energy. You end up burning yourself from the inside. When you have control of your anger, you can self-discipline your mind. In other words, put your anger to better purpose by disciplining your own mind in order to manifest a better life for yourself in the future. Has your life changed in the last few years? Has it gotten better or worse? Are you in control of yourself? Who do you wish to be? Who were you just a few years ago? Are you living a good life? In the Anishinaabe culture, there was a word for living a good life. It is minopimatisawin. Minopimatisawin has nothing to do with money, fame, or toughness. It simply means to have a good life. But what does it mean to have a good life? It means something different to everybody. Personally, I like fishing, camping, and being outdoors. I like having a peaceful home. I'm a dad and a husband. I feel like I'm supposed to be a protector and a teacher. A guardian, but not a guard. I've been lucky. I've had a lot of compassionate and forward thinking teachers. I've had family and mentors to teach me right from wrong. Living a good life is a lifelong process. Even after they go on to the spirit world, they keep teaching me because I remember them. I wonder, how will I be remembered? Walking a narrow path is difficult because a misstep can mean your life but the struggle is constantly within us. And the struggle will always be within us, because we are human. Violence happens when that internal struggle is let loose. I'm not saying bottle up your negative feelings and thoughts. I'm saying find a positive and creative way to express yourself. Meanwhile, stop being an asshole and treat women with respect. If you need help or guidance, remember these traditional teachings. To cherish knowledge is to know wisdom. To know love is to know peace. To honor all of the creation is to have respect. Bravery is to face the foe with integrity. Honesty in facing a situation is to be brave. Humility is to know yourself as a sacred part of the creation. And truth is to know all of these things. That's all for today's podcast, but stay tuned for more episodes in the future. I'm Chris Waite, and this has been the Anishinaabe History Podcast.